0: and Cody, and welcome to a bookmark from Just the Right Book. July 30th is Paperback Book Day, so we've enlisted the help of Ann Bogle, who's the host of a really wonderful and popular podcast called What Should I Read Next? And she'll give us some great recommendations on paperbacks. I'm Ann Bogle, host of What Should I Read Next, and here are five books I recommend
1: for Paperback Book Day. I've chosen five new-to-paperback titles to drop in your purse, your beach bag, your briefcase, or just leave on your nightstand so they're ready when you are. The first is Stay With Me by Ayubami Adebayo, brand new to the paperback format. This edition was just released on July 10th. This is a powerful, emotional debut by Nigerian writer Adebayo, who writes about love, family, fertility, and marriage, all against the backdrop of the turbulent political climate of 1985 to 2008 Nigeria. The story begins when young wife Yejide's mother-in-law arrives at her door with a guest in tow, her husband's second wife that she didn't know he'd married. She was shocked, because despite the polygamous practices of their community, the couple had promised each other that unlike some in their small Nigerian hometown, they would not practice polygamy themselves. But when Yejide is unable to conceive, her husband is unable to resist his parents' demands that he take a second wife. You may think you can imagine how the story plays out from this point, but Adebayo has more than a few surprises up her sleeve in this absorbing read. The next is This Is How It Always Is by Lori Frankel. This is an easy to read story about an endearingly quirky family that years ago started keeping a little secret. And as secrets tend to do, it became bigger over time, implicating all the family members in its keeping until one day it felt like the secret was keeping them. The family is ultimately forced to make an impossible decision that will irreversibly change the course of their child's life, even though they don't have enough information and they have no way of knowing if they're making the right call. They won't know for years if they did the right thing, but this decision can't wait. That title, This Is How It Always Is, comes straight from out of the text and it references one of the uncomfortable truths of parenthood, and that's that parents frequently have to make terrifyingly important decisions about their kids with not enough information, even though the stakes are enormous. If this good to you, I recommend you do not read the flap copy. Just pick it up and start reading, letting the story reveal itself at its own pace. Now we have Hum If You Don't Know the Words by Bianca Murray, an excellent book that hasn't gotten the attention it deserves. I'd like to change that. This story is set in 1970s Johannesburg, where race is everything. Yet two people who are completely incompatible in apartheid-ruled South Africa are thrown together following the 1976 Soweto uprising. There's a horrible situation where white police open fire on peacefully protesting black schoolchildren. And nine-year-old Robin's life is shattered when her parents are killed in the backlash. Meanwhile, Beauty and Bali's daughter goes missing, and Beauty's search for her missing child coincidentally lands her a job as Robin's caretaker. As time stretches on, Beauty grows to care deeply for this child she is being paid to care for, and little Robin is keenly aware her parents wouldn't approve of this relationship despite being fiercely possessive of Beauty. It took me a few chapters to get oriented here, so hang in there, readers. But once I did, I could not put it down. Next, we have The Confusion of Languages by Siobhan Fallon. This book continues in the same vein as her lauded short story collection, You Know When the Men Are Gone. That collection was set at the American Army base at Fort Hood, Texas. Her newer novel has similar themes set in the country of Jordan. The book opens with a car crash. Army wife Cass is behind the wheel, and it's just a fender bender. It wasn't her fault, but after two years in Jordan as an army wife, Cass has learned it doesn't matter. In situations like these, it's always the Americans who are deemed to be the guilty party. Cass has a friend named Margaret, newly arrived to Jordan because her husband is also stationed at the embassy. Margaret chafes at local practices such as these and all the other cultural pressures she feels is an American living in a country that's becoming increasingly dangerous. But Margaret determines to go pay what they call the guilt tax for her accident anyway, and asks her friend to babysit her child while she tends to her quick errand. When Margaret doesn't return, Cass first becomes annoyed, then increasingly worried, as it dawns on her that she never understood her friend at all. Over the course of one afternoon, a whole lifetime of secrets spill out. This close look at two women, two marriages, and two worlds is dark and broody in the best kind of way. And we have Anita Shreve's latest release, The Stars Are Fire. After a scorching summer and months of no rain, the largest fires in Maine's history swept over its coast from Bar Harbor all the way to Kittery. In this claustrophobic domestic suspense, we experience this very real event through the eyes of fictional Grace Holland, whose marriage is its own sort of natural disaster. Her husband came back from the war a little broken. Unfortunately, that's not terribly unusual. Her friends' husbands weren't the same when they returned either, and yet they don't seem as cruel. When the wildfires break out, Grace's husband leaves to help take a fire break, and Grace and her children flee to the ocean, literally running into the water to escape the flames. When her husband doesn't return, Grace thinks she's lost him forever, and she is far from devastated. But then he unexpectedly returns, harmed but alive, and that's when the real trouble begins. This one is dark and oh so discussable. There are thousands of paperbacks to choose from, but if you can't decide what to read next, I hope you'll pick up one of the ones we talked about today, the one that really jumped out at you. Happy reading.
0: Thanks again to Ann Bogle. We love hearing your comments and book recommendations. Please keep them coming. Email us at info at just the com or reach out to us on Facebook or Twitter. Just the Right Book Podcast is produced by Collisions, the podcast division of CRN International. Our original new music was created by Mark Berman. Our producer is Christina Torres and our audio engineer is Pat Keogh. Thank you all so much for listening.